Hello, hello, you're listening, you are listening to, to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. Do you want
and thanks for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. My name is Sham, your tech for tonight. And in the studio, we are joined by Bridge Europe. Yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, assembly That's the name. deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hello the deal. there. That's the deal. But you can always introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, yeah, of course. So, um, again, my name is Sam. Um, I was here two weeks ago as well, but glad to be back uh, to continue our little podcast session. Um, so, I'm studying uh, European Studies at UM uh, here in Maastricht, and currently I'm leading the Bridge Europe Maastricht chapter for Bridge Europe. Yeah, hi, and I'm Vlad. I'm also very glad to be back um, on the show. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm doing all kinds of online stuff for Bridge Europe. Um, have been doing this for a while now. Um, yeah, and I study physics in my masters over over in Aachen, Germany. Fantastic. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, thanks very much for coming back. And thank you very much to to RTV and to Moza Musica, Moza Musica, especially because we have been put in touch with a technology duo from Maastricht, Asphere. And thank you very much for letting us uh, use your tunes, which we've been hearing in between the talks. This is a this is a techno DJ duo from Maastricht, as I mentioned earlier, who also releases uh, their own productions. They have recently released an EP called Valeria. Please check it out. And it is supported by big names like Mind Against, Kevin DeFries. Paride, Saracene, The Element, Capybara, just to name a few. You can follow them on Instagram at Asphere Music for their newest releases. And in the meantime...
Welcome back. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. My name is Shamir Tech for tonight. And in the studio, we are joined by two fantastic students from Bridge Europe, Sam and, and Vlad. And do you want to say hello? Yeah, hello. Sure. Thanks, Thanks, Sam. Hello. Thank you so much for coming by. And the topic tonight is, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a light, light topic. Quite light. <laughs> Quite light. Indeed, 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 indeed. Yeah, considering yeah. our last episode where we were very... Uh, maybe i mean strict uh, yeah uh, yeah we're trying to keep it light today uh bring some nice topics with a satirical side on it <laughs> yeah so so we're gonna be experimenting a bit with the format um yeah so th- this is how it's gonna go today we're gonna introduce some fake or not so fake headline and then discuss like what it has to do with the um, true events that happened in the last two weeks um yeah and see let's see how it goes uh i'm pretty sure we're gonna have a lot of fun yeah 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 i like i like how you said fake not so fake (laughs) but like seemingly truthful yeah because you're like you 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 never know yeah Yeah, it can can, can be obviously fake and that's just obviously yeah we should outline that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. underline maybe even yeah 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 (laughs) well that's it all right um to, to give a, to give an example, yeah. So, for example, here's the headline for you: uh, thousands of tech workers um, lose their jobs because of AI in uh, California and and in the states. Yeah. Uh, recently, and yeah, uh, what do you think? Is it true? Is it not true? Well, not so much. Uh, what do I gotta say? I've been. Um also using the AI tools, not using, but uh, I would say experimenting with it. So um, I was also writing my exams uh, and uh-huh. I thought might as well give it a shot, see what it has to give to me. So um, I noticed that AI is very helpful um, and it can uh, definitely replace some parts of a person's job in regards to efficiency but to create something substantially good enough to be published, I think you still need the critical eye of a, of a human being. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So AI has been a giant topic, I think, for, for the past few yeah. weeks. Uh, not, uh, not at least because of um, ChatGPT, the, um, basically a chatbot um, published by OpenAI, a former non-profit company, now I think a yeah. for, for-profit company, meanwhile. Yeah, and this kind of like, in, pe- in a peculiar way, this happened at the same time as like these giant tech companies like Meta and Google yeah, they and Amazon. They 12,000 were... employees, I think, right? Yeah, I think some more, some less, Jesus. but uh, yeah, there were like, yeah. major layoffs in most of the big companies, not although not in all of them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Apple didn't have this kind of yeah major major layoff situation yeah. so far. But we'll, we we can talk about this later. And so, and some I I I saw some people like saying, okay, this is AI, and everybody's yeah. doing using AI now. Uh, and so, so all these people are kind of useless, and they're being laid off. Maybe they've let AI generate how many people they need. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're already taking over. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Yeah, in the end of the day, um, yeah, it it just so happens that both things happen kind of simultaneously. Yeah. So, so this ChatGPT um, chatbot from OpenAI is this amazing oh. thing. 
which is a very advanced uh, generative AI, which allows you to um, basically feed uh, feed a lot, like giant uh, amount of data yeah. into into the engine and generate responses to your like all yeah. kinds of various questions you can ask. Uh, ask it to recommend some I've, films I've, uh, which are yeah. which are recently popular. Mm. You can mostly it's it's very good with solving some math problems and summarizing uh, like stuff which you would Google for. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, my 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 really short experience with ChatGPT when I could log in was indeed like for current affairs and like recent information. It's not ideal, but I think. I could make it dig into historical uh, facts or like data, yeah. which of which there's a lot available. So, yeah, I think currently the way it stands, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's better used in terms of yeah, in the, uh, historical data, which is where there's a lot of data available. And in I don't know, in terms of predictions, calculations, um, programming, it can already <laughs> generate pretty decent code. Yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. and then the, the GPT, not 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 chat GPT in uh, in like per se, but the GPT, the engine of the OpenAI, yeah. uh, is already being used by, uh, for instance, Git, GitHub Copilot, which is this AI tool which helps, which enhances your software development. Basically, it offers. It's kind of like a autofill. Um, on the on your Google keyboard or something, mm-hmm. but for software developers, and it's kind of it's it's pretty powerful. It writes decent code, and but but there are <coughs> giant problems with um, intellectual property rights. Yeah, exactly. ah. yeah. They, they can take their AI takes their data from anywhere, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 were credibility is off the yeah, they were off the hook somewhere. Giant amounts of data and. Like some sometimes it's a proprietary information that might generate some code or something. It might be just like a piece of code taken from, yeah. from somewhere, and or or like a mosaic of different um, different intellectual intellectual property yeah. like put together in That's one single plug-out piece of uh, yeah generated content. If you think about that, we just before that we started the episode, we were talking about the moral. Um, perspective of ai because we were chatting with uh, out of experience chatting with ai and asking him of like um can you generate fake news for us and then the ai told us um uh, we we don't want to uh, encourage people to look up fake news or yeah something uh, like that topic the, regard yeah, regarding that yeah. and then <laughs> while they are in some sense yeah. breaking the moral code in, in the most ways possible. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so like moral or not, breaking intellectual property rights or not, but um, AI it most probably will be a big thing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of unlikely that it will behind, beca- become just this uh, hype wave because it's uh, too powerful of a technology per se. And for, um, Microsoft announced that they will or or rather they already invested 10 billion dollars for 49 percent of uh, open ai jesus valuating it at, at about 30 yeah. uh, 30 billion i think 29 billion dollars valuation for open ai and microsoft has and this did, giant collaboration with open do AI you know now. that but did you um i saw an article that said that uh right now the ai jet gpt Two also has a premium version for which you have to pay 40 euros a month. 
Yeah, it's about 18, I think. But it might be it might be 40. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, as you can see already, it's not free anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, these guys were burning. So. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I'm wondering what's going to happen in the free version. Is it going to randomly generate ads? <laughs> so I, I actually looked exist? at the differences <laughs> and it said, <laughs> so um, there, if an AI tool is um, like overused, uh, there's too many people using the AI tool, some people can't enter because too many people are using right. it. But if you have the premium version, um, your first so line. basically they're saying the rich people they can always use AI if they want to. <laughs> and then the poor people, they get the slow and the standard responses. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 an interesting question and we'll, we're, we're going to see more. We're, we're going to see the situation unfolding, I think, in the future because yeah. um, currently OpenAI is burning, I think, um, several million dollars every, every day. Uh, on it's also on very non-economic, uh, environmental friendly at all. <laughs> Yeah, this I this I don't know to be honest. I, yeah. Like in the, it, it, definitely not economic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and this is one of the reasons why they're they are not getting sued just yet because yeah. they are not generating any profit oh, with this God. proprietary yeah, yeah. information. And so I think as soon as soon as this becomes they they have a viable business model with that, they're going to face a lot of legal challenges. And yeah, uh, sure. we also have in, to keep in mind that like the other competitors are probably are not sleeping and just like waiting out for them to conquer the whole market Storm, yeah yeah although like we haven't seen major updates from people like uh google mm -hmm. and facebook yet but i think we're well it's gonna happen sooner than later yeah, yeah. all right so but 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 anyways the news that the ai is blamed for a job loss it's fake it's, 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 it's fake, fake. it's not so much <laughs> yeah yeah for, for people are getting yeah people are getting laid off in major numbers yeah. um this is i think a topic of on on its own we can on its talk own. On yeah uh, for something uh, about that at all a, a lot um in the future i guess um we'll see how the situation unfolds um right yeah in a month we can discuss it again <laughs> yeah but like long story short it doesn't have to do um with the progress with yeah. uh, artificial intelligence right at the moment at least at the moment at least yeah true 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 who knows what's going to come out in the future but then again short disclaimer these are all our personal opinions this yeah. is student radio maastricht thanks for tuning in and let's go back to some fantastic tunes from our dj a sphere it's not just about the music it's about people
back. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. Thanks very much for tuning in and staying tuned in because you were listening to some amazing, amazing, amazing tunes by Asphere. Thank you very much, Moza Musica and Asphere, for letting us use this fantastic set. And in the studio, we have Bridger up with Vlad and Sam. And hello, we are. Hello. 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 <laughs> What's up? We are, we are, we are discussing. Um, an interesting topic called fake news. Are we exploring the topic of fake news? Yeah. I, I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's, what's the next... Uh, yeah, the next what's, one, what's the next I headline? think, uh, after our AI chat, we should move on to eco-terrorism. Um, <laughs> and obviously, our main person, persona, personage we should discuss here is Greta Thunberg being accused of eco-terrorism. Uh, that's a uh, disclaimer. It's darker and fake, darker. Uh, <laughs> fake headline. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Absolutely. Vlad. Yeah. Yeah. I like l- Thunberg I, yeah. as an eco terrorist on the EU terrorist list. Yeah. <laughs> imagine. Jeez, <laughs> imagine that. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> you reckon? So, well, it's. it's uh, yeah, go on. Uh, not true yet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, it's. No, no, it's, it's fake news for sure. Um, but, like, um, so the reason why we bring this up. Um, are the climate protests which uh, took place in Germany in the past few weeks mm-hmm. um, in the like a small community called Lützenrad? Yeah, uh, it's not actually too far from 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 where we are now. Um, so, um, German government after after they started like moving away from Russian gas. Um, they obviously needed an uh, an alternative way of um, yeah uh, getting electricity, mm-hmm. and so Germany already pretty reliant on lignite, uh, which is uh, more in from translating from German brown coal. It's like this dirtier version of charcoal. Yeah. Um, um, and they have these giant uh, mines, especially in Western Germany here in um, not like between. Cologne and yeah. Düsseldorf, and there is this um, small, like relatively small community, which had to be demolished um, mm-hmm. uh, to extend the uh, lignite mine, mm-hmm. which drew attention of the climate activists um, from all around Germany. And were um, I think, depending on where you read it, there were about. Um, a dozen, a dozen thousand people there occupying this. Um, community and protesting the demolition yeah. and the whole thing was uh, then like cleaned up by the police uh, and um, well uh, which doesn't uh, fit quite well in the um, <laughs> I didn't um, I didn't know anything about this to yeah, be in honest in but in, uh, in the frame of like green green <laughs> and environmentally friendly Germany uh yeah so and, and the, the funniest part is that this deal about the demolition of was also co uh, co-negotiated by the green party and the north uh, yeah. westphalia um federal states it's like it adds on to the to the whole conflict and so there were many prominent uh, climate activists there including uh, luisa neubauer who's the head of fridays for future in germany and greta thunberg mm-hmm. eventually joined in and and there were uh, there was a video online how Greta Thunberg was arrested, yeah. but then apparently there was also a video in from which one could assume that the whole arrest was staged as well. Yeah. And there was, a, 
So there was a lot of a lot of tension, a lot of uh, discussion in the social media about that and in the mainstream media as well. And so, um, no, Greta Thunberg is <laughs> not an eco-terrorist, <laughs> uh, but uh, there she she apparently was arrested. And, uh, um, yeah, and, uh, during the climate protests, and um, apparently there was some fighting with the with the police there. Uh, there were also members of some more radical groups. Um, and they're like um, part, partly also like left left extremism uh, happening and yeah so uh, kind of peculiar story all in all especially considering the German kind of weird position yeah. to clean energy and burning and a is lot it, of is coal. it then that you think that um, climate activists like Greta Thunberg or uh, other ones uh, they kind of implicate people uh, climate activists to go over and do criminal activities such as destroying property uh. well i mean they were uh, th this is also an interesting thing so there's this um there's this movement called last generation i think um Mm -hmm. Which is, um, I mean, you might have heard of like soup being thrown at the paintings in yeah, the museums yeah, and people blocking the highways in Germany, for instance. And um, yeah, this is like a more more radical, let's say, uh, movement. Also, a climate uh, climate activist movement. Is that? Is that but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but the the people like uh, Greta Thunberg and uh, Luisa <coughs> Neubauer, I think they were they distanced themselves from like the the rather radical yeah. wings of the the climate activism. But well, yeah, she got yeah. also famous because of her peaceful protest, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I I agree that she isn't necessarily uh, involved in. No, yeah engaging people in criminal activities yeah. but i do think um about the principle of using maybe some violence this is my own opinion though uh while protesting such as throwing soup um sitting on the highway people say like uh why why do people have to do that why bother other people's life but they're the ones who come into the news and make the topic debatable well fair enough but um in, in, in my opinion this also alienates a lot of uh, people who might have supported the cause otherwise yeah. okay because like um yeah people who are also very 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 support supportive of the issue but then they see okay well uh if the if the movement movement radicalizes they might just be more concerned with the implications of the of the actions themselves rather than the the general cause yeah. in the end of the day so you feel like um you performing illegal activities during protests actually radicalizes the group more and loses grip with yeah, it also loses the following yeah group. it kind of loses the the heart of the protest yeah. it's not uh it's not a coincidence by the way that peaceful revolutions are in the end of the day more success have been more successful for the history of humanity than one cruel revolutions and uh, yeah, I think uh, it's there. There are definitely better ways to deal um, to deal with climate policy, uh, especially in countries yeah. in, the, in the European countries who are already very, very much conscious, and also where you have the society which in in its broader in the, in the broader context is very is very conscious of the of the issues around climate and the. Yeah. Um, climate preserving policies i think uh 
it's fair to say that the majority of the European population at least thinks <laughs> put 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 puts some thought into the uh, climate change and not just ignores the issue. Yeah. So I think um, yeah, the uh, the least thing you can do as a climate activist is not to alienate those people who are kind of yeah no i i think i agree because um also what i always notice with those um activities such as throwing soup and sitting on the highways like you're only polarizing the whole community more and even opposers they you're giving opposition um substantive evidence of why you shouldn't support climate change well yeah it's yeah, contradictionary al- a yeah, bit, al- but although i mean i mean the the whole the whole this whole village uh demolition thing is also quite weird thing and i i think the whole german approach to the to the energy and like trying to clean it up yeah. it's so su- it's super weird because like they want they want clean energy the first thing it's the first very thing ambiguous. they abolish is the nuclear energy which yeah. is kind of like the only one <laughs> where like <laughs> you don't emit emit any co2 in the process at least at least in the process of generating energy it's like and then and then they Um, stop using uh, charcoal which is a lot cleaner than lignite and then they kind of do this transition to gas but then they have to abolish gas Uh, and then though you have the guy who won the lottery and gives everyone the most dirtiest way of heating your high house <laughs> as a gift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. Look, honestly, if I would see this as a headline somewhere, like Greta Thunberg labeled as eco terrorist or something, I would believe it. And and I think Greta Thunberg has herself said that she's an eco terrorist or something along those lines. Yeah. But I mean, also yeah. because it's so polarized, right? Yeah. So like there would definitely be like, like not not little number of media who would take this as a headline. Sure, no, but to me, to me, this what this does is that it changes the narrative of or the definition of an eco terrorist, right? Which means basically that if I would go out and buy a two stroke engine and keep it running outside my house for no particular reason whatsoever, yeah. I'm not a terrorist. I'm not. I'm. I, you know what I mean? So, like the the labeling, it's changing the the whole perspective yeah. on what eco terrorism is. Oh yeah, the yeah, words the words have their meaning, and if you like use yeah, some strong language too often, I think this course is a very very dangerous very aspect. Shall we uh, <laughs> shall we get back to some uh, some fantastic music from yeah. our our friend and music uh, DJ uh, Asphere?
back. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. Today in the studio we've got Bridge Europe. Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. What's going on? And we've been listening to some fantastic tunes by the Maastricht music duo Asphere. While we're talking about the concept of fake news. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, we should dive into <laughs> maybe our last topic uh, or one Most, more. Yeah, true. Well, last last topics this is, this but, is uh, again a rather positive one, I would say. Amazing headline yeah, that you. we created is EU sets public building temperature to 16 degrees. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it's sound very fake though. Yeah. Doesn't Sorry? sound fake, no. Yeah. Doesn't sound fake. No, not they, at all. They could do that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I mean, have you have you walked into public buildings in Europe or in general? I haven't tried it <laughs> recently, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went to to the university. It's oh uh, yeah. I I always it's felt they're all like a million degrees hot. Um, I don't know if it's just me, but like compared to like a student's house, I felt like I, I, even the Gemeente House or the the town hall or. Um, uni buildings yeah. yeah and the library where rtv used to be located for example i think it depends on the architecture of the building very much like yeah. we have for, for instance we have this like temporary like, let's say semi-temporary buildings uh, kind of container wise seminar rooms and they're super hot like extremely yeah. hot because right. they're 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 very, very easy like they're very isolated, well isolated yeah. and they're very easy to heat but then in the older buildings, like from the 70s, man, uh-huh. it's super cold. And apparently the university also didn't like um, tur- turn off the whole COVID protocol. Yeah. So they kind of like keep pumping the air through the ventilation system. Yeah, no, I, like I think in my uh, university building, we even had the windows open and then you would walk in yeah. and you, everyone would sit there with their jackets on and it would be like, <laughs> okay, I'm so happy to be back in the classroom this year. Uh, I see. Oh, right. For the COVID, they kept the windows open. but the heat No, I mean, on. literally this year when, uh, because of the gas prices, of course. Um, but ah, right yeah. now, they're back... Uh, at their lowest state as before COVID. Yeah. So gas is cheap as as it hasn't <laughs> been, I think, for a year or something. How did this happen? Uh, it, I mean, it doesn't. It still is not reflected in in the bills you're probably getting. But nor in the buildings. <laughs> nor in the buildings. <laughs> yeah, the buildings. But like, it's kind of weird, like, right? So like, the headline sounds kind of plausible plausible right i would say it's even impressive because to me the first thing that comes to mind is like um, i think i hinted on this earlier that i felt that the general demographic the age group is kind of higher in like government buildings yeah so fair enough that's a fair the point it tends to be kind of high i definitely see the municipality <laughs> building being on 22 degrees <laughs> yeah and that's just <laughs> that's a set temperature right if, if, if it's set at 22 like the, the point furthest away from the uh, it's measuring could be a bit warmer even though i have i have a friend though um who works uh, who works in an office and there is like uh, yeah this one uh one woman who always comes comes into the building and turns off the heating no, and like really? d- turns it down to like 19 oh, wow. degrees because it's uh, like you have to <laughs> 19 is not bad. It, it's it's a private company though but like right. yeah but i, I think i think i think uh, in in switzerland in switzerland they do have this kind of mandate um for pri- even private houses for private households that you're not really allowed to heat up uh, to to 19 i mean yeah it's Might best be a speculation though doesn't sound very legal 
<laughs> but to be fair, I can tell you from experience that 16 degrees is cold in oh, your house. Yeah. My mom has been putting it on 16 degrees for the past days. Yeah, 16 uh, is cold. When we're not there, and then you walk in from the cold, and you're like, oh, let me warm up, and then yeah. it's mm. basically the same as being outside, <laughs> so... <gasps> Like I, I mean, I, I can't imagine the EU passing such a such a bill. I mean, and they they also can mandate the temperatures. Like technically, I think they they can mandate the the norms of heating in uh, public buildings. Yeah. I mean, they obviously couldn't do that. I mean, I like, think that should be a maximum. Having, like having experienced sure. COVID and the the number of mandates the government can pass in a single year, yeah. that will end up being unlawful in the end of the day but like whatever i mean they could do this with a private household as well but uh yeah, but for for, for the for the public buildings it sounds kind of plausible yeah for sure yeah it depends I'm, right I'm, I mean, maybe they even already have one have it yeah um, or like sep separate heating well, for I, the guest area yeah i didn't notice that area. to be honest yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean maybe maybe a bit of um um yeah, I have a funny story uh, from uh, my youth, let's say. Um, so um, uh, the um, in Kiev uh, in Ukraine, um, the, when 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 the Soviets were building the university buildings, yeah, uh, like in um, in a program of let's say uh, friendship between the uh, socialistic nations of the world, uh, they invited um, architects from Cuba. To design the university buildings in Kiev, wow. and like Cuba, as you can imagine, yeah. is a Caribbean, the Caribbean, very, very nice <laughs> yeah, and warm exactly. country. Yeah. And so they um, they designed these buildings from from concrete, very like um, Soviet-like. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, so basically, what they did, uh, they they used these techniques that they use in Cuba to optimize the buildings for the heat. Yeah. So it's not it's not too warm mm -hmm. it's not hot in the buildings in summer so uh, what happens what happens is that it's impossible practically impossible to to heat the buildings up so uh, yeah and then in the soviet union you might imagine like things like gas and oil <laughs> were like super cheap because they're yeah. kind of like they're um fossil fossil fuel country but um yeah they could like you could <laughs> you could like burn burn all the coal whatever you want but you yeah, you, you wasn't you you weren't able to hit, hit the hit the building <laughs> and it's like maybe and, that's and uh, it's still it's still it's still in these buildings if you go to the university yeah. you might have like like in in winter it might be warmer outside than inside <laughs> true i no. mean th that could also be one way of looking at it right like this is also something we hear a lot about when governments try to help insulate the buildings better it's like yeah the sat temperature isn't the problem but it's if you, if your building is leaking so much heat yeah mm -hmm. then at this if you're turning down the sat temperature it doesn't matter yeah. that much there's no point there's at no all. point in yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but i think at this well. point at this point it would be kind of like it would be a weird measure for the year, I think. So well, the I gas, think, the gas I prices think they should have a maximum, though. Like, come on. Yeah. Why, but why, I, why? Why would you? I mean, yeah. I, I, I think. I think there for sure for public buildings there should be some kind of norm. Yeah. Like, um, it's it's most probably already out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think. Probably one. Because I think overheating, overheating the building might not actually be healthy. No, and it causes mold. It's expensive. I mean. I think overheating doesn't cause mold no, per se, but it makes yeah. but it makes the humidity like too low, which yeah, is yeah, which is not really good dry. for the for. Doesn't yeah, that yeah, cause mold? So dry. 
I no, don't know, but no, it's all it's <laughs> uh, the other yeah. way around. It's yeah. it, it's exactly the problem. If you pass such things in the old building, there's gonna be mold because it's not enough heating, not enough heat. So and, and, and there are people inside. Too it's mm -hmm. too humid. It's kind of like already pretty yeah, yeah. warm, but still not too warm yeah, to true. to dry it out. There's mold. There you go. Yeah, this is student video Maastricht, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we all learn something here. We all learn every time, every time, especially with bridge. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> find, find some stuff out. Fantastic. No, but I yeah. think I think the U the 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 U is doing surprisingly well in the whole energy energy thing. I mean, not not in the least because of the relatively warm winter. Mm -hmm. uh, but so the gas prices, they they I think the Germans managed to build like three LNG terminals in three months. Yeah, of course uh, they did. <laughs> it's Germany, like nothing nothing gets done in Germany on time and they built three LNG terminals in less than a year. Yeah. It's crazy. Um so they should they should tell that to their road workers as well. <laughs> Every time I go into Germany it's always road works. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere yeah. you Bastel. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. True, and and, true, and then meanwhile in the meanwhile the the, um, the economy didn't crash. Like I mean, it hasn't crashed yeah, I mean, yet. Yeah. Let's let's see what, oh, what the I new year I don't see that what the new year brings. Germany. But the year ago, so so I'm, I think in the middle of last year, like start like first few weeks of fall, dollar was more expensive than euro. Mm -hmm. And in the meanwhile, euro kind of recovered. It's now um, yeah, I think um, yeah, it recovers. I think ten percent, like one point one dollar for 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 one euro. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of like good, like looks good for the European economy. Uh, so yeah, uh, EU mandating 16 degrees in a public <laughs> building is obviously a fake. Um, the euro is recovered. Thanks, thank, <laughs> thank God. Um, yeah, otherwise we would be freezing in our universities. Yeah. And, uh, All right. Hello. Hello, hello. You're listening, you are listening to, to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. All right. Uh, before we wrap it up, do you want to do? Of course, we want to do some do advertisement for ourselves films, and uh, also. So I would say, listen to our podcast. That's uh, Vlad's responsibility uh, to post that as soon as possible yeah you uh, can either come live every second wednesday and listen to us on rtv uh, or join us yeah or you can join, join us, us like, if you're just, interested uh, yeah. we would love to have studio audience <laughs> yeah definitely um and also um as the president of the Maastricht chapter here from bridge europe i also want to say that we're looking for new people uh to join and be a part of our team um you can find us on instagram linkedin uh facebook so uh yeah, reach out to us if you're interested. And from the side of the podcast, we are uh, we are airing on pretty much all the major podcast platforms: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all other stuff. Um, yeah, this episode will come out regularly. Yeah. We are also looking to do interviews again, at least. Um, yeah, with 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 some uh, interesting people uh, in the future. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Bridge Europe Official. We are also present on LinkedIn, yeah. where we post some stuff. You can also check out our website, bridgeeurope.org, where we have a blog and um, updates from the local chapters as well. Yeah. So, yeah, 
Check for the rest. Them. Big shout out to Shyam again for having <laughs> thanks us. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks a lot for hosting us. Thanks for coming by and many thanks to RTV. Also, massive shout out to, to Sphere Music um, for letting us use their, 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 their amazing tunes, which you'll be hearing in the background. And yeah, in the meantime, stay tuned. And we'll be back every Wednesday, uh, 11, to, 11 to 12 on RTV Maastricht. And we are also on SoundCloud. Check us out. Uh, before we forget, Matthew, shout out to Moza Musica as well. Check out their SoundCloud page as well. Uh, some really good music. All right. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks. Bye.